You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. We've got the kiln fired up. We've got the furnace prepped. We're about to unsheath the laser fire of Torah. Yes, Rizcha Daraisa is coming your way. But first, if you own a retail business and accept credit cards, your customers are getting points, miles, and all sorts of rewards every time they use their card. And you're paying the price. That's why NRS Pay, a product of National Retail Solutions, a division of the IDT Corporation, offers its cash discount program, FeeBuster. You can start accepting credit cards for free. If your business processes over $18,000 a month, you pay no monthly fee and zero dollars out of your pocket for transaction. This means you as a retailer can enjoy the benefits of accepting plastic and your customers still get those crucial miles they crave and need. NRS Pay FeeBuster provides every client with a free credit card reader with no long-term contract, no early termination fee, cancel anytime without a penalty. I'm personally familiar with this company and they truly stand by their product and they'll help you with live stateside-based customer service on any issue or question. Visit nrspay.com or call 833-289-2767 to learn more about NRS Pay and the fantastically fair fee buster. If it's Arab Shabbos Kodesh, this must be Rizka Daraisa. I'm here with, I haven't said this in a long time, with Harav Agoyed Rabbi Yosef Gabriel Berhofer. Before we start, of course, we are doing our best to upgrade the platform as much as possible, that the sound should be crisp. All of this doesn't come begin. The fact that we have people out there in Eretz Yisrael and other places working on the editing and aligning and uploading in many, many ways, if you want this program to continue and to continue its upward path of excellence, if you want it to be even better than it is, uh, and even to stay status quo, we would appreciate, of course, uh, any sort of involvement on your part financially. We do have, uh, first of all, any donations can be sent to the Yeshiva of Newark podcast, which is a nonprofit organization recognized by the state of New Jersey, and I believe the federal government as well. There's also a Patreon way, and I know Rabbi Yosef has his own Patreon site as well. If you want to donate to him and earmark some of it for the podcast, that's another way. Because again, we, we're, not, we're not getting rich out of this. Wait a minute, we, I'm not getting a cent out of this. Let's make this clear. I'm, I'm volunteering here. Okay, let's make that clear. <laughs> I, yes, yes. Okay. I, I, I happen again. I will admit that I get something from this, but I'm the one that's working, you know, Hamar Lamas, and including chasing you and trying to come up with ideas and, and, and ways that we can do this. So when it, both of us, Rabbi Yosef as my friend and also a believer in what the podcast is about, uh, we're, we're coming, we're, we're almost been around close to four years. We would, Again, we appreciate your support and your interest. If you do want to keep this podcast going and strong, uh, please consider donating what you can in order. It's a, a tax-free donation. You'll get a tax-free letter indicating that. And again, you can contact either Rabbi Yosef through his blog spot or through myself at ravkiv at gmail.com. And I can then guide you through the process of how you can become a supporter. Angel Bakery. Yes, Angel Bakery. Angel, 
Mafayat Angel. Yes, not only do they have a number of wonderful outlets throughout Yerushalayim and through Eretz Yisrael, they have four factories, I believe, and they employ a number, a couple of thousand workers. They have the finest baked goods that are available throughout Eretz Yisrael and through their exporting arm, they export some of these wonderful delicacies to America, including, I think, a prize-winning flash-dried pita, which is actually available in many, many restaurants, including uh, the Green Chickpea Kosher Restaurant on Halsey Street in Newark that I am the mashkiach of. And I can tell you that they use Angel Bakery's breads. In fact, some of the Angel breads, the pitas, are actually available uh, in Whole Foods and other fine stores coming all from Eretz Yisrael. It's all a, a very big outfit. Um, now, I did a commercial for them, but not because <laughs> I was. I feel indebted yeah. to them. I did this commercial for them because I just want to tell you what we're talking about. This company, which you can see their trucks uh, early in the morning. I don't know if we used to stay up all night, but I remember even you know when I was in Eretz Yisrael recently and in years before, sure fast, you would see the angel trucks leaving early in the morning and going to their spots. And so many people have them with their coffee and cake. There's now a boycott that has, I don't know if there's been Pashkavili's from the G'dayli Israel signed by them. Uh, but no, that's part of the point. No, that's exactly the point. This is, no Godel has actually officially until we're going to mention. Yeah, we're going to talk about which. We're going to talk about the guttle that is that has come out strong. But yes, it was sort of like a, gra- a grassroots sort of in the moment. Hey, what happened? Omer Barlev, uh, who is the CEO of a, of a company, he's not technically the owner of the company. He was appointed by the board to be their chairman. He makes certain decisions. <laughs> the company is probably owned by shareholders. It, it does trade publicly. Yeah, well, the, he is the grandson of the, he is the grandson of the founder. He, he all right, but, it's, but, but this is a company that trades on the television stock exchange. One can make the case based on Rav Moshe's Jubis and other things that, that Angel Bakery is, is basically, you know, a, uh, it's, it's a, it's a fictional identity. It's not necessarily one person, but yes, they do, have their chairman of the board, Omar Barlev, recently felt that he must go to B'nai Brak and be part of a protest that happened a couple of, about 100 meters away from the house of the putative Godolador, the Rosh Hashiva of Ponovich, of Gershon Edelstein, and so Gesundstein. So, and because he was cited there, because he, I guess he publicly said, I'm going to protest, I'm going to protest the fact that the Haredim are pushing once again for the exemption for Yeshiva Bochrim and Kolo Yungalite for being uh, drafted in the army. I protest against this. I feel this is something, this, this should not be pushed through. And because of that, once he was seen and spotted and everybody knew about it, as you say, from the ground up, It became this idea, we are going to boycott Angel Bakery. We're not going to, as much as up until now, it's got the Badatz Echsher, Betachos Akashras, Betachos Atam. We are not going to be Toyim. And Hechsher be damned. Let's even take the Hechsher off until, until we, the Haredim, and we represent such a strong... I don't think, I think part part of, I think that since the Badatz, Gives the hechsher, but that's part of the reason that I think I read it somewhere. And I don't think it's necessarily true, but one of the reasons that Omar Barley felt comfortable protesting in Nebrak 
is because his heksha does not come from the Aguda or anybody like that. It actually comes from the Badats. So therefore, they don't care if he protests against Rebekah Edelstein. They don't like Rebekah Edelstein either. You're saying that Barweb is a big chacham. He knows about the intimacine machleks between Shavayim and I want to tell you, up until last night, I think it was, I had even no idea about any of this. This is once again as part of the fertile, febrile brain of Rabbi Yosef Gavriel, who's at, when he's not being machadish and, 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 and rattling the bones of the Rachashulchan and other things, he is out there finding the most unique and important um, things happening in the world today in order to comment on his multifaceted blogs and whatever it's going on. So he sent this on to Rizzo me. Rizzo, what do you mean on multifaceted blogs? <laughs> comment here on this program. One second. Did you, did, you, did you make a comment on your blog about this too? No. Oh, not yet. Oh, so this is, this, oh, oh, this is, a, oh boy, this is the first time we're getting your, you're getting your input on this. Well, anyway, Rabbi Yosef Gabriel discovered that there's, was an article. What 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 newspaper was that from? What digital newspaper was that from? Rebecca Gabriel combing, trolling, discovered in the Chadre Chadeidim the um, somebody sent it to me. I, I don't take credit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fine. Look. Yeah. Obviously, this, your tail shakol pilios boy. Okay, that doesn't matter whether I found myself. Whether it's somebody all right. Entry, uh, but what he finds was is that. That incredibly, there's already a Hashuke Chemed <laughs> about the boycott. It's only a couple of days old, and already there's a Shaiva with an interesting, beautiful story. Aziz has a, a, a Godel story in itself, and it says the Amur Hayro has already um, weighed in on this. Yamud Hayro, which I, which is a hundred percent true about his father-in-law, which was true in the seventies when Rabbonim in America, like Menashe Klein and others, referred to Rabbi Yosef as Amud Hayro. But is, is, as Rabbi Yosef says, he's the Amud Hayro. The article in this Chedre Chaledim refers to as Amud Hayro like about four or five times. So anyway, whether it's tongue in cheek or not, I don't know. But you know. Sometimes, yeah. Listen, sometimes an umud is just like you know, it's just a pillar of stone that does nothing. But here, I would say that yes, Rav Gershon Edelstein, the Rav of Shchunet Ramat El Chanan of Chalon, and everybody's most popular of, had a story about this. And what was his story? You want to tell what the story was, Rabbi Yosef? Why don't you, why don't you talk a little bit? Yeah. So uh, evidently, a mother. I, I don't know if Rabbi Zuberstein claims the, the, the stories in his book are authentic. His book, the name. damn thing, is only four days old. He's already got a, a story. He's got a book about it, right? No, no, no. I'm saying You're the right. regular books. The, in his regular books. So I don't know if they're, you know, if he's like the Chuma Sadesh and he made up the show. Don't mention himself. them in the same breath. Go ahead. Or he was, uh, he actually asked questions. Come on. But here he says he's got an actual question. And it's printed in a Kovetz, uh that uh, which is put out by the Kolon in Cholon. Because right. Chashukehem is the things that we love from Rav, from Rav, Rav Yitzchak Zilberstein. But go ahead. So in the Kovetz, he probably, uh, in the, uh, I'm translating verbatim from Bechadri Haredim. Uh, the letter was sent to the Amut HaRa from a Haredi mother. Her son was 11 years old. 
is uh, very, very sensitive and, uh, and spoiled. And he is accustomed all these years to eat only food from Angel Bakery. And he says he's not able to eat bread and baked goods of any other company. So the mother turned to Rabitz Zuberstein to get Das Tera if she give her son to eat uh, 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 food from Angel Bakery uh, and if there's Bechlon in to join together in such a cherem. And what is uh, the Abuna Ra's opinion on the matter? <laughs> have not decided that we should actually excommunicate and have a boycott against them. And Rashid himself actually did say, We shouldn't even we shouldn't even respond to this. How would you say Yisrael? This this low life, this this person who who disgraces the name Yisrael. Is that now? Right, right away. The Oichar Yisrael was Omar Barlev, the 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 CEO of Angels. He's an Oichar Yisrael now. Yes, and presumably okay. So he's 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 anar. He's silly. He's against you in terms of. Uh, he thinks his Haredim should serve in the army. And he's part of this whole new mentality that you protest everything, everything you protest. You protest in Tel Aviv, you protest on the highways, you protest in the here. So I'm going to protest in B'nai Brak at your house. So we are hasting Oichar Yisrael because he's coming to your house and joining the protesters. Okay, he's an Oichar Yisrael. Anyway, so then, then he said that, but since Anoshim, I guess it's like the Maraglim, Right? Uh, we can't just be quiet. How could not just him, but all the people that were part of that protest, they're all Israel. How could they open up their mouths and speak against the holy Yeshivas? So therefore, and then after they do that, we should get our food from them and give them money. And therefore, it sort of sprung out of them. This, this, we are If you go and buy any of those angel products, and that's you people here buying pitas and other things from angel, which is Again, available all over here in the New York area and beyond. Who next of the Parish Minatsibur? It's like you're not part of that group. When you bite into that rogala, you think it's sweet, but you're showing with that rogala in your mouth that you you're not hurt by the fact that Kavanatayra has been besmirched. And you don't care about Kavat Shamayim. I'm not going to say that it's Osir, but it's then what? That as long as this protest is going on, and if, right? And you know what? If you're not part of it, you need to do a cheshben anefesh. You need to examine yourself. Why doesn't it bother you? Why doesn't it bother you the Kavod Shabbayim? Why doesn't Kavod Torah bother you? The poor little boy who says, Mommy, uh, I got to eat my rogel from, from Angel, Angel, Angel. I can't eat anything else. That's the only thing I can eat. So then 
I don't know, they didn't quote him here, but it sounds like Rav Zilberstein went into a whole lengthy explanation that he said, you know what, this kid, this kid is what's wrong. This shows you that these, this new generation is missing so much. Our kids are mufunokim, they're spoiled. And you know what, parents like this mother get them used to this thing, that whatever they want, they got to have Angel Bakery. That's what they want. They want Bamba. They're going to get that. They got to get this brand. We all know that my Schwer's the great Kilis Yankiv, said, Do you know why there's so many people with psychological issues today? You know why everybody's going to the psychologists? The stipler said, Because in the old days, like when I, when the stipler was growing up and his son, the great Sadiq of Chaim, you know what? The, the people were what? Um, what happened? They would become steeled and strengthened because they didn't have anything, because they were missing stuff. They realized they don't need it. And therefore, they didn't get spoiled. They didn't have all the luxus, the moistress. And we don't have that today. So, therefore, the Amur Hayro said... You know what the mother needs to do? She needs to speak to her child in clear and without any arguments. Say, little boy, you've got scales in front of you. On one hand, you have the Kovarat And we, in our house, we will not bring in anything from that bakery. And if you don't want to eat... You say, no, i got to eat that ragala, and I guess you're going to be fasting. And you know what Rav Zilberstein said? When you speak to your kid this way, your child this way, he'll get a, something, he'll actually get a double benefit, a triple benefit. First of all, what a lesson that you've taught him and what Kavanah Taira is. And he's going to toughen up for life. That is... <laughs> what was reported without any cynical comment by the Chedre Charedim. Um, boy, this is like the easiest target I think we've had in many, many months. <laughs> okay. So in the Datilumi community, there's a Machleka Sadeus here. There's some people who say the Cherem is justified and people should abide by the Cherem. There are other people who say, and particularly uh, point, one point, Rabbi Yaakov Medan, Rosh Hashimah Gushetziona says, no, the Chayim is not justified because you're not, Omer Barley will be very, very happily uh, wealthy independently of whether you, you boycott us from or not. But the, the 2,000 some odd workers, which Angel has, which are not wealthy, those are the ones who are really going to suffer from your Chayim. Yeah, and, and look, once we start with these tactics, it's, it's it, what's good for the goose would be good for the gander. Um, we have to again. He, there's a reason why there was no issuance from Gedele Israel. This is Klein Kinderskite. This is Klein Kepelkite. This type of fighting is dirty. Is something that the Nefesh Ayefasay led us, man. If it's true that this was a bazillion in Kovarateira. So there's Gemaras and Ma'it Cotton and other places. The Rambam brings it down in Ilchas Talmateira. How you deal with a bazillion to a Godel and Kovarateira. And then you have to deal with this. I don't, I do not believe that Barlebs, the way it was described, 
he didn't say Gershon Edelstein is an upgerist and an I hereby hate him. He was in a protest about the, about this issue, which we know is, is as old as the Medina itself. And the fact that it's now Nizgala, that somebody who works in Angel Bakery, which is, again, proudly with the Badat Hatcher, really is, does not align in his philosophy to the Shita of Patri, Haredi boys and girls from the army. It should be, not be surprising. And I don't see how that should mean that I don't want to buy those products. It's one thing, and, and then I'll mention Disney. What Disney did isn't just that the people in Disney, uh, whoever it is who's Katzenberg or whoever it is who owns Disney, I don't even remember anymore, whoever is, is supporting or is personally, the Disney product now is, is sprinkled continuously with various references to gays and, and, and things like that. So, you know, you have in, um, in the movie Lightyear, which is the backstory of the doll, Buzz Lightyear, of the action figure, uh, there is a, obviously a, a, a gay couple, a lesbian couple there. So the question is, do I want to watch Disney shows or show Disney shows to my children where gay and lesbian and trans life is celebrated? Well, no, 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 that's not the chayim. Chayim is on Disney Bichlal. They don't want you watching uh, Lassie or whatever else the uh, Disney put out, right? Again, I, maybe on everything. You're not supposed to visit Disney World. There's a concept. Chayim is total, not just those programs. I can hear someone saying that this product is tinged with uh, an issue and a problem. The, the Rogovach are givaldic, okay? They, they, they're parv, and you can eat them right after you've had a luscious corned beef pastrami sandwich from Abel's. In fact, I just had <laughs> a, 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 right before we went on, um, I had an incredible uh, sweet Italian sausage uh, uh, from Abel's, actually I had two, I have to admit, uh, on a wonderful uh, uh, Portuguese uh, 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 roll that they produce over here at aisle one. And uh, it was a great. And if I had uh, an angel um, rogova or any of the other desserts, I could have it there because it's a wonderful power of a thing. And, and, and my point is, is that there's nothing in there or any of their products that in any way is going to lead me. The thing is, I don't want to give money to somebody who's eventually, like you say, going to get paid, and he is this Baal Once you start making this connection, what are we going to be biting everybody's tzitzis? I, th- I think it's, 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 it's low and it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, do, do, do we really believe we live in Azach that we think the, all the people that produce products that Haredim like, that they're all basically in their house, they align lockstep, with the G'dayla Yisrael about everything they hold of? No, their product is kosher. They let the mashkicham in. They're makbid on, on, on Shabbos and Yonim, as you say. They give parnosa for thousands of people, and they and 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 and, and they try to uh, be uh, to be medactic on health and 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 taloyim and, and trumas and maestras, and that's it. To boycott, uh, I, where, where do you have this precedent? One mother writes that. You know, uh, there's a, something called ARFID, Avoiding Restricted Food Intake Disorder, which is not caused by spoiling a child, and to take away safe foods from a child can have unfortunate circumstances. 
So while the premise of the response is laudable, the implication on a child that likely struggles with food-related issues can be devastating. So then or somebody, one of the last responses are, some of the commentators here show their ignorance and misconstrued hashkafos, hashkafot. Rav Zilberstein is probably a top goddle in the onion of medical issues. Past his own life and death issues. Claim that he's ignorant about certain medical issues shows a lack of familiarity of who he is. Some of the commentators don't understand what Kovar is. I'm suspicious that they are American balabatim. They probably don't even learn half an hour a day, let alone more. When you're an Amoretz, it's best to keep your mouth shut. The Sefer that came out, the six or seven volume Sefer from Rav Zilberstein, which were based on the Shurim he gave to doctors, has a lot of Kishmaka Marimakoyimus in there. And he goes to the indicates is he more than but is he more than a malaki? Does he actually pass convince? I thought he brings them from other people. Yeah, look, he, look, he works through when you on him, but again, you can find the mistakes in, in, in some of his logic. But he was one of the pioneers in some ways. I mean, it was a very popular and accessible book. And you can find uh, like I said, you know, nice shoes or night shurim or stuff like that. He's not the Amurairo, and I think he'd be the first person to tell you that he's not. So you know, we're talking about that everybody should be machnia themselves to his psaq. What sort, what sort of chiddush and halacha did he say? You know, and the, you know, I, I don't know, uh, you know, this boy, if he really exists or not. To me, this whole thing is a phony. I don't think there's this boy who only wants to eat angels. And, and if you give him a rugula that comes from Echvez Brizels, he's going to say, oh, I can tell this is not the angel rugula. I can't eat it. I'm going to spit it out. Maybe this woman is right. When you have a, a kid who's got a juke in his head, they can only eat a certain type of food. It shows that there's some psychological issue going on. In 1983, Lubavitcher Rabbi was attacked by members of Satmar who cut off his beard. And uh, the Lubavitchers became, began a boycott of foods certified by Satmar's kosher. They, they uh, and uh, I believe at the time the uh, even Kedem, they 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 um, they boycotted Kedem, and that's when Lubavitch started putting out their Zakon wines under their own brand in order to not have to use Kedem because Kedem also had as it Selimers Hashgacha. I remember it was Hashgacha. Somebody who did not make a mechal against Satmer. So there is precedent. Lubavitch did make a mechal against. Any hashgacha, a satmarshgacha, and started new businesses. Come on, as a result, you know, back there's, in the 80s. there was so much. Do you remember um, that? Do you remember that? Okay, but what's the background? The background is there was fighting consistently from Crown Heights to Williamsburg. There were people, kids getting beaten up. There was there was so much, you know, tumult between the Gravyongs from Satmar and Chabad. So you, you can't compare it to some guy who whatever Bar Barlev's Cheshpan was. I don't know what sphere of this of the Oimer, this guy Oimer decided to do this, but clearly he he cheshpened incorrectly. He he was he should not have gone. So he went. So I'm sure he regrets the fact that somebody in their cell phone took a picture of him or he tweeted it or he's wanted to come out publicly this way. But you can't compare this to a interesting mach between these chassidists they're just brewing and waiting to happen uh, right and, and, and standing by Gershon Edelstein's house or Gershon Edelstein's house is not the same thing as attacking a, a Lubavitcher and shaving his beard off okay that's Nazi behavior standing in a peaceful protest that's 
That that's that's what democracy is about. That's that's peaceful. So so I could hear. Look, it went back and forth, and I, I can understand it. And uh, yeah, and it's no, no one is calling them like people referred to as Chabad. And uh, so again, I think it's not really doyma. And even if again, and, and it doesn't. It definitely Rabbi Yosef, you would admit that as precedent, it's precedent of some of the ugly history of our people in America in the twentieth century. It's not a, something we want to point to as a raya. I can't remember, uh, you know, you know, ever, you know, coming out against the company and the from people were going to boycott because because there's a person on the chairman of the board that's a says ah. Right. Uh, there were people so, but, who but, did not want to buy. I agree with you on this. There are people who didn't want to buy Fords for years. From people, right. many Jewish people would not buy a Ford. I don't know how your father was. I know my father no. would never buy a Ford. You never uh, buy a Ford. My, my, my father bought, my father bought uh, German shavers. They're the best shavers yeah, in the world. But anyway, but the point is, I can hear that. Okay, you feel that Henry Ford, this some money goes somehow in his pocket. He was a he was an unrepentant anti-Semite till the end of his life. All right, so I can understand that this is such a such a you know even turning it into a, a, a point really belittles it makes us look small and stupid. Rabbi Zilberstein is misyaches. To the fact that um, this is not a hurrah from Dole Israel, but yet it becomes a binding halacha. Or is he saying that this is. Uh, well, you, you really. Um, he, he, he's, he's hopping a lot of nachas. From this grips that, that from Zilberstein, you're turning it into a whole bahalach. You see, that even though there's not a hero milamalo, but Minhoge Yisrael have a koyach that from this. I'm not saying that. He's saying that. But you want to be medayat that. You want to be medayat that he's holding that it's here. Okay. Yeah. He says it with favors. I'm not being with anything. No, okay, come on, please. Oh, yeah. All right. So there is, there, he, he believes that if you join this boycott, you're, and if you don't, you, in a way, you don't care. You don't care about Kovar You don't care about Kovar Shamayim. I, I, you know what? I, I, Mamish want to make kiddish on, on angel stuff. Bishemu Malchus. And and, and and in the room where I have pictures of Rebel Yoshev, and all the other G'dayli Yisrael, I, I will gladly take the, the angel cake, the angel food cake, and, and, and whatever they make, make a brocha on it, make a moitzi on the pita, whatever it is. And I think they show that all of this is just an Irish guide. I think that in the uh, early 1900s, there was a cherem on a certain school in Yushalayim, I think the uh, maybe uh, the Alliance uh, School, the uh, the Alliance of from France, French. and Reb David Carliner, Reb David Friedman of Carlin. Well, okay, he's one of my heroes. Yeah, wrote a, a contrast called Emek Bracha. Emek Bracha, yeah, because, because it was actually a little bit earlier than that, I believe, but may, I think it was a little bit earlier. Rafael Michopinus was his brother-in-law, and he was the one right. who appealed to him to determine whether we can have Haram and Mizmanazen. And right. uh, he wrote I believe the he said there are no Haram right. He goes to the whole Sugiv Cherem, Kedarko Bekoidish, and uh, it's it's a wonderful piece. I I remember I made a copy of it, uh, and I sat there by the Skokie Yeshiva copying machine and made a copy of uh, whatever the amount of pages it is. I actually actually have with me um, 
when when Yechiel Michal Pinas published it, he gave a hakdama to that, and Dover Karwiner didn't see the hakdama. And I have Saviat, I have it actually right over here today. From Dover Karwiner's response to Yechiel Michal Pinas. Oh yes, yes. story. Yes, it is. Hey, you had it right here. You, let me tell you, Shtikel about Rav David Karlina. There are those how Rav David Karlina was a bigger goddess than Rav Chaim Brisker. Yeah, many people said that all the Brisker lumdas you're able to really find in the Yad David. So when you know he was, uh, he was an Ely from the time, of course, he was known to be an Ely even as a small child, and um, that. Uh, he was he was he was learning in Kamenitz, in little Kamenitz Padolsk. Uh, he was learning with a with a Malamid, and he would come in frequently to Brisk uh, because he was mishpocha uh, uh, with the with the with the Rav Rav Nosanoto was a Dirish Maritzedek in Brisk uh, was he was that was his grandfather, so his grandfather. Uh, they told his grandfather the kid is so brilliant he should learn in Kamenitz, which was near there. But he would come into Brisk, you know, to see the family all the time. When he was ten years old, Rav David Teibel Minsker uh, was up to become the Rav in Brisk, so he came in for his provost to, to show his what he could do, and he was Deirish and Besmedish. So um, what did they do? They got. They got a little Rav David. Rav David put up a list of the Meir Mekoymas of what he was going to darshan about. So they showed them to Davidal. What did he do? He went through the Mekoymas. And when David gave his drasha, little David Friedman stood up on a chair and he basically shlugged up all the Yisaitis that Rav David was saying. And everybody was shocked that here was this 10-year-old boy that made Hashem Blatta out of this supposed Talmud or Chayvelozhenel who was going to get the job. Now, um, Rab David said that this was, he was put up to it by the Misnagdim, Rab David Minsker. They did it in order to smash him up. Because they figured him, but he didn't know. He was just 10 years old. He just figured like a 10-year-old boy, this is what he was going to do. Now, it's important to know, I think, when we talk about Ashkal Chabrotis, that, first of all, after the drosher of David Tevil Minskel came over to him and said, is Givaltik, and you were right. Everything you said, shlogging me up, was correct. But you know what? I was, I, this was... Darshning Bekal Rav, you should have come over to me afterwards, and I would have told people you were right. But publicly, that probably wasn't the right thing to do. Now, there's a Messiah that we know that despite his brilliance, he was a very short man. So they say that he never grew taller than a 10-year-old after that. That because somehow his height was stunted, and he was almost midget-like, Rab David, uh, David, David and they say it was Take because of that. There's another Messiah that because of this story, that's the reason why in the Torah Velt, people don't know so much about the Yad David. Wow. Because, because he was used as an Emtsoi for this, 
<laughs> now that's Ashkoch Pratis that I like. Rabbi David did write a defense, which really was against, of course, Rabbi Yitzchak Yerucham Diskin, the Mario Diskin's son. Because basically what was invoked was the Chayim of the Mario Diskin, that Yerushalayim can never be a place that has any Limud Echol. And on that, Rabbi David Friedman, Rabbi David said, you, you can't, as a community, make a cheirim that's binding in this place everywhere. You can decide as a group among yourselves, but it doesn't have the din of cheirim. Cheirim needs all of Klal Yisrael, needs a certain koyach, and that it doesn't have. And this is, again, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful piece of psak that is infused by the ultra uh, thoroughness that is Reb David Karliner's hallmark. And that's one of the reasons why yeah, I, he's one of my favorite people, uh, Reb David. So you wanted to say, uh, based on this, I cut you off here, but you wanted to say that maybe it's impossible to have a cheirim against today against the product. That's what you wanted to say. But certainly one declared by Gedalia. Maybe you can have one which is a ground swell of support from the bottom, but you can't have one from the top. That you cannot, in other words, and it's not going to happen anyway. I mean, the fact that people have decided that this is what from people don't do, the B'nai Brockers don't do, so that becomes, a, that has a, a din of a cheirim? Nah, I don't think so. And, you know, we're talking yeah. here about 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 ruining your life if you are over the cheirim. We're talking about losing your suyas of the community. Yeah, this, you know, again, I, I you know what, I applaud your attempts at trying to dress this thing up as something a little more serious uh, than it is. But um, I would say that it's basically Nadish, and I think you agree that it's Nadish. You know, I'm wondering, you know, you're mentioning Reb David, Reb David Friedman, um, who, by the way, uh, I have a very big Chavivas for him, uh, for many reasons, not only because of his Dera Halimud, but also because, you know, when he was sitting there as a young teenager, Learning and then learning is by his by his shver for twenty years till he became a rov around forty in uh, in in Karli in Pinsk. People would send him shayos. Gedeli Israel would send him shayos, including my great 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 grandfather Rabbi Yosel Sutsko, who was much older than he was. Rabbi Yosel Sutsko died in uh, I believe in 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 eighteen sixty four, and Rabbi Dover at that point was. Was just a young man, a very young man, yeah, right. So he yeah, actually, he right? Yeah. So the uh, if you take a look in the Shailas David, in the Kuntar Sagunos, uh, my my elder elder my Zayde Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yosef Slutzker sent from David Kaliner a Shaila about how to be Mater and Mater Naguna. He was just like a young a young Talmud Chacham and the Gedolei Rabbonim. From the door, he was the Rav Slutsk, my, my, my Zayda. And you see that people turned, they understood where brilliance was. Chaim Eiser said often that in terms of to be Matir Agunis, you need to have the, the Segula and the, and the Koyach of Rabdovi Karwina. Take care, my friends. Okay. Be well. Have a good job. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.